A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the NXT Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Andy Murray from What Culture to review everything that happened in the last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT, but Pay-per-use premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. A bloody quiz, of course, on wrestling. Not this week, you lying git. Oh, yeah. There's no one in, is there? Clocking off after this. Yeah, I might record it on my own. Leaving it to the boys in (laughs) Las Vegas instead. But, yeah, Yeah. Andy and I are here to review last night's episode of NXT. Do you now understand why this is the best wrestling show of the week? No. Yes. (laughs) Dynamite has some pretty good matches, I suppose. (laughs) SmackDown's the most popular show. Raw's the longest. (laughs) NXT is the proper wrestling buffet. If you don't like something, don't worry. Something else will be along very soon. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I left this episode uh, not, no more convinced on its best show of the week status. But hey, listen, if it's officially been named the best show of the week by the Academy, who am I, who am I to lie? Who am I to disagree? Uh, a very eventful show. Of course, this the go-home show ahead of NXT Battleground. Yeah. You're grounded! Battlegrounded. <laughs> Do you like nine matches and 24 segments in two hours? Well, I got the wrestling show for you. It's so good. It's, it's a like, bag of Skittles, this show. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> you know my favorite sweets are Skittles Chewies, especially because you don't have to deal with the whole hassle of chewing a shell. And also, if you like Skittles, if you exist on a diet solely of Skittles, you will die. Good point. So NXT, another comparison. <laughs> Gee whiz. Uh, anyway, yes. So this show was dominated, of course, uh, by stuff leading to the uh, show at the weekend. Um, there's some other stuff going on, I think, on Saturday and Sunday, but who cares? Yeah. Um, I don't know about those. I don't know about those. It was the semi-finals. I mean, I'm yawning thinking of those other shows. <laughs> the NXT <laughs> Women's Championship Tournament. Uh, and the show opened with inset promos from uh, Lyra Valkyria, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, and Tiffany Stratton, who said, when you're the center of the universe, things just fall into place. <laughs> Toodles! <laughs> She's my favorite. And uh, I think, yep. That may, may have led to my enjoyment of this show a little bit later on. But the uh, yeah first semi-final was Cora Jade versus Lyra Valkyria. Uh, full uh, disclosure, me and Andy got both results completely wrong on the yeah. previous day. But that's the beauty of it. <laughs> AW's so predictable. Ugh. 
Give me some unpredictability in my wrestling. I'd imagine your usual co-hosts get very annoyed when you see 50% of like them that. do, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hamlet. Uh, and, uh, well, that wasn't the only thing unpredictable about that, this match because um, let's just say they weren't necessarily oh, on the same page This here. was a shame. This was a mess. Like, th- this match was a disaster, really. And it's, kind of, it's a shame because, like, they're not the most experienced wrestlers in the world and they're here on TV and all of this. Uh, yeah. But, like, you know, th- I'm not a person who, like, makes fun of people's botches and no. stuff. I think that's really lame, kind of wee guy energy. Especially because you and I have never done anything. Yeah, exactly. Like I, And I don't I, just live in that to the wrestling ring. I've, <laughs> yeah, I'm literally the least athletic person in the world. So, I, like, yeah, I think it's just go outside and get some fresh air behavior. It's but, grass. Yeah, like, oh, look at this flop or whatever. But sometimes these things happen, right? And sometimes they really interrupt the match. And here... yeah. Obviously, the springboard thing went awry really, really early, where 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 she was bouncing back. And Thankfully, she was like, Booker hit it brilliantly. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> and then, like you know, the finishing, the kick at the end, it did that did not connect. Nope. Like that was a good bit away, and there was some other pin exchanges that were a bit ropey as well. So, like this was like just kind of a shame because all of this kind of happened in like what three and a half minutes ish. Yeah. Uh, and uh, honest to goodness, I came out of it just feeling a bit bad yeah. uh, because these are professionals who are good at their jobs and they just had a bad night at the office. Uh, yeah, totally got the, the the outcome wrong. The finish felt really strange as well because it was like, you know, the kick didn't really connect and then there was the pin and it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Did not did not foresee this unless like Cora's maybe going up or something. I don't know, to the main roster, but who knows. Yeah, they sort of weirdly tried to protect her by getting her some of her heat back afterwards, but I'd be yeah. more than fine. Yeah, Cora J to move up to the main roster. Yeah. Uh, ASAP for me. But um, yeah, like you say, I just felt a bit, it completely took me out of the match. Yeah, um, it ha- does. It does. Like if it's like interrupting the flow Yeah, it's, and there's like two or three of them, botches do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but with the result, I thought, I mean, it's not without outside the realms of possibility to do a sort of, Babyface versus Babyface final, but yeah. Lyra Valkyrie gets the win, and I go, oh, my God, you tell me there's a chance. Well, they established a story for the final as well because, you know, the the, the post-match beatdown and the, mm-hmm. the angle later on that I'm sure we'll talk about. Uh, so, like, you know, Ernest, uh, good to point out the Ernest attempts at, like, building a hook for the final match. Mm. That's good. That's fundamentally decent stuff. Yeah, Jay yeah. jumped a uh, bird person after the match, targeted, and he hit it with a kendo stick. Uh, and we'll report more on that a little bit yeah, later on. He's got a broken wing. And we see uh, Axiom and Dabakato heading to the ring. And so harsh, they did a tale of the tape here, <laughs> which for any sort of <laughs> other sports fans know, it's generally like, well, they've got, ooh, just the edge on the reach advantage here. I've got it here. Axiom, five foot nine, Dabakato, seven foot one. <laughs> He's not seven foot one. <laughs> Axiom, 170 pounds, Dabakato, 335 pounds. Shoe size, Dab- uh, Axiom, 10, Dabakato, 17. Jings, that's a big foot. And uh, reach, <laughs> Axiom, 68.5. Ooh, could he edge it with that oh. 0.5? No. Dabakato, 85. <laughs> yeah, if, if you got top trumps, you'd be shredding your Axiom card in this one, wouldn't you? Jeez. Um, and another show-long hook. Tony could learn a lot from this. Um, 
Dijak walks into the building. He's attacked by Ilya Dragunov, who, of course, he, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, kidnapped last week and tortured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And the, uh, yeah, the law of these two was the sliding gate. Dijak had done that to Dragunov recently. So turnabout's fair play. Dragunov tries to do it to him, but Dijak can hold it up just long enough for referees to come in and separate them. And Vic Joseph... um, tells us that uh, there's going to be a hold harmless agreement for their last man standing match that at some point they're going to have to sign. Full disclosure, Andy, having watched the main event match, I had completely forgotten about this and thought, where's Dijak going? Yeah, where's he at? Um, more on that later, though. Yeah. It's time for the classic big man, little man match. Davicato versus Axiom. No! <laughs> Just take him out of the fucking mask, please. Um... Axiom, yeah, usual thing. Speed, quickness, agility, tries to get away from Davicato's power, dodges a choke slam, but... Tried to kick his legs. Kato just threw him to the floor early on. Axiom tries to fight back. Um, Yeah, he targets Kato's leg, uh, but Kato just takes his head off with a lariat. Tree slam, one, two, three. Post-match, Davicato continues the beat down, and you think, who's going to come out and save him? Well, it was the former... <laughs> who astonishingly was revealed to be Reggie recently. Uh, he comes in, um, fights the good fight for Axiom, uh, low bridges Davicato to the floor, and uh, offers a hand to Axiom, but he doesn't know where to trust him mm. just yet. So they've been through a lot, these two. Can't trust the hacker man. <laughs> yeah. I, l- I like the way Reggie entered the ring. Like, he just kind of flipped in he's from amazing, nowhere. amazing, isn't he? Yeah, he's like... These are a great tag team, potentially. Is it Cirque du Soleil? Is that his background? Yes. Yeah, so obviously he's a ridiculous gymnast. That and uh, wine, according to SmackDown. Yeah. Remember when he wrestled Sasha? It was just was weird and fun. Awesome, yeah. yeah. It was like, it wasn't really a wrestling match. It was just like flips. It was it was good. It was yeah. like a circus thing, like Cirque du Soleil, funnily enough. Uh, base, basic match, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, like, I think Davicato, like, projects much... Like fearsome aura for a big guy. Like he's not like like peak Lance Archer no. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean it was okay. Like layout wise, big guy beats up the little guy. Little guy tries to chop him down, fails, gets eats the dirt. Maybe we'll do a handicap match between these Ooh. between these three. Maybe like hopefully. When was the last time WWE did like a big man? Probably like an Omas squash somewhere. But Maybe, remember, yeah. remember the disastrous Lance Lars Sullivan I was versus about to say, that's House what really sticks in my head. Yeah. Hopefully the, hopefully if they do that it goes better than this. <laughs> this one goes better than that. Yeah. But yeah, it was totally fine. Uh Davicato probably probably a bit of work to do in projecting like scariness. I'm not I'm not scared of him. No. It could be worse. He could put her on Raw Underground, so <laughs> I was more scared of him on Raw Underground. That's sick. Yeah. It was the best show of all time. God. Shane McMahon. Blah. Hey, he needs something <laughs> to do whilst he's healing up. Got an itchy nose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. I this... should have an itchy nose, by the way. I'm not making a weird joke. <laughs> yes. Like, in case anyone... <laughs> Ooh, what could he mean? No, he's just got... It's hay fever season. <laughs> See, when you hit your mid-30s and you get hair in your nose, brother. Nightmare. Oh. Nightmare. I've got a dedicated nose hair trimmer from manscaped.com. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Do they, I don't know. We haven't done anything with them in a while. But hey. I've got still got their pants. They're great. Hey, listen, I've got three pairs of pants. i got everything else as well. I'm a fan of the brand. Hey. And that, that we're not even, that's genuinely not a paid That's not a shill. That's just. No, but if they want to, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Adam.wilborn at whatculture.com if you want to get in contact. Hey. Um, 
So this was a, a story I was heavily invested in from last week. I told you all about it. Tony D got arrested. Well, he didn't get arrested, actually. <laughs> Technically, this week he got arrested. But uh, pr- last week he got took downtown. Yeah, um, he's been downtown for a whole week. Yes. <laughs> so he's in the police interrogation room, and the interrogator comes in and asks why Tony's name keeps coming up in ongoing investigations, probably because uh, on a weekly basis they film their crimes. Um, <laughs> but Tony says... Oh, I don't know. My uh, nose is clean. I am an upstanding pillar of society, officer. I would not hurt a fly. Uh, and uh, the investigating officer says, well, we've received some tips. And Tony says, oh, tips? Tips from who? What, if I tip you, you let me go? And officer says, oh, are you trying to bribe me? And he says, oh, officer, come on. It's a joke. Relax. Um, the interrogator shows him a video from one of their informants. And honestly, my stomach was in knots at this point. And he goes, informants? Oh, what, like a rat? And uh, they're asking if Tony can ID who's in the video. Can I ID himself in the video? He says, oh, officer, your iPad's a little doity. The footage is at night. It's a little hard to see. It's grainy. Come on. Screen covered in rubbish. Sounds familiar. Look, I'll tell you this. There is no way that is me in that video. Uh, and then another <laughs> officer comes in and tells the interrogator they've got new information regarding D'Angelo's involvement. Is there a rat in Tony D's crew? <laughs> does this mean what I think they're implying? Because I really hope it doesn't. I am heavily... This is... You can't take away the Briggs, Jensen, uh, Fallon Henley, Keanu James, loved square thing. <laughs> And this in a matter of weeks. Yeah, they're taking away all your favorite things. They can't do this to me. They're taking him down. I mean, on on the other hand, they may well be giving me Tiffany Stutter and NXT Women's (laughs) Champion. But I'm not ready for this. Oh, main event spoilers. Come on, (laughs) come on. I I don't know how to analyze this. I don't know what to say about this. Cinema. (laughs) Get the Emmys out. Never never mind the bloodline or... What's that? Secession? Nah. <laughs> We've got the new era Sopranos here, the new Saints of whatever that film was called. Oh, yeah. Newark? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's not for me, this It man. is for <laughs> it's me. It's not for me. So we'll, we'll circle back to it later. <laughs> uh, we sort of discussed this on the preview yesterday. There's not a lot else that they need to do with, with Mello and Bron, and they they yeah. did the best that they could um, with a, a great series of videos about them. There was a one about Bron Breaker and his, his year of dominance and uh, what happened at NXT Stand and Deliver in April. Uh, and he's like, what did this last year get me? Also, I could pass the torch. Well, you can have the torch, Mello. I'm about to burn this bitch down. Um, he's just Mello's just a dude walking around with his title. Uh, he's not coming to Lowell to witness a homecoming. He's coming to Lowell in front of Mello's friends and family for a massacre. I like these little things that they yeah. do. They didn't need to do any more talking on this show. I mean, he did yeah. later on. He yeah. killed poor Tank and Hank. But, yeah, I was sold on this main event already. And I yeah. thought these these this video packages they did are just added to it. I like the little shots of, like, Mellow doing interviews. Yeah. And, like, going to a restaurant and stuff. Like, it's just a little slice of life. Mm. Uh, I'm here for anything that makes professional wrestlers in this weird job feel like organic people. Yeah. So it's cool seeing them you know, in those, in those uh, different environments and stuff. And, uh, yeah, the brawn resonates quite well. It's mm. like a jerk, jock heel. So much heel. better as a heel. God. Definitely, definitely. Blacking out the tights, getting rid of the tie-dye for a bit. Tie-dye, whatever you call that color scheme he had before. The old Steiner yeah. stuff. Uh, 
yeah, it came off really well. Like g- the greatest hits of like the big spots, the spear through the wall, oh. the the spear out of the sky. It all came off really well. They, they did a really good job with this. Shockingly, WWE did a good job with a highlight package. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> and what do you make of Gallus's new Sin Cara lighting? The Green Fiend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were like uh, Guinness Fiends even before they're from Glasgow. Yeah. Are they Rangers or Celtic? That's an interesting choice. Ooh. Either way, that, that could be a potential... Uh, I feel like Joe's Rangers, but maybe yeah. I'm just... I'm not sure. Let's find out. Let's find out. Because, like, if I'm a Rangers fan and they want to bathe me in green light, ah-ah! But uh, I'm neither of those things. No. So, yeah. Oh, no. Well, we, are they Celtic? First thing I read here, Celtic daft Scottish wrestler Joe ah, Coffey. Okay, there you go. Fair enough. I thought they were Rangers fans as well for some reason. But oh, that makes a little guess bit more we're sense wrong. now. Yeah, so it, it, they, blow, they blow me away every single week, Gallus, because I'm not used to people having Scottish accents on my TV. Uh, even after years and years of watching... Uh, Drew, obviously, and other people in wrestling, the Highlanders, I guess, uh, hearing a bunch of Ouija guys in the ring just going, all right, Paul, are you going to come down that <laughs> ring so we can batter you? It's really weird to me. It's surreal. Uh, I, what are they up to with the the, 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 the Green Fiend stuff? Uh, I'm not really sure. But, no idea. Um, yeah, I and mean... You'll like this, actually. For the... I'm just reading this. Um, oh, it's from the Scottish Sun. Don't buy the Sun. No. It's a rag. Um, <laughs> he, as part of the United Kingdom Championship Tournament sort of promo video, obviously they just do, oh, do you, do a pose. Aye. Aye. He did Neil Lennon cupping his ears, basically, and Scott Brun to El Hajjouf with his oh, arms outstretched. So okay, good. I'll allow it. Well, one good, one bad. Neil Lennon, uh, Scott Brown, tremendous. Yeah. So I respect we'll Scott never Brown. never hear a bad word said about Scott Brown yeah. in our office. For his eight months at Aberdeen, I respect that man. For those unaware... Of, of Scott Brown's antics, um, I feel like the pie incident sums him up the best. Oh, God, yeah. So Scott Brown, for anyone who's not uh, a fan of the great league that is the Cinch, the Scottish uh, top tier of professional football. Second best league in the world. Best league in the world, sir. Well, the uh, leagues runs it pretty close. Uh, mm, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Scott Brown's, like, was for years. He's not anymore. He's retired now. But he was, like, the, the comic book villain of the league, the wind-up merchant. I don't know if there's like an NFL equivalent. I'm sure there is in the NHL because they're all psychopaths. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was like winding up the crowd, winding up opposition players, just like a pantomime villain on your team. You love to have him on your team. You hate to have him against your team. Yeah. But I'm a fan of Tom Foolery, so I always respected Scott Brown, particularly when during his long stint at Celtic, I can't remember if he scored the goal, but basically somebody scored a goal in Aberdeen Stadium. That's my team, Pataudry. I was there with my season ticket. And they immediately ran up to the Aberdeen fans. Scott Brown is the ringleader. And in a classic display of houseries, they celebrate in front of the opposing fans. Like, way, 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 way. As they were running towards the crowd, somebody threw a pie, <laughs> a scotch pie, a Pataudry pie, at Scott Brown, tremendous waste. I mean, it's fertilizer, really. So <laughs> maybe they were just looking after the grass because yeah. those things are... Mm. Uh, so the pie hit Scott Brown on the shoulder. Without breaking his stride, he leaned down as he was moving forward. He picked it up, took a bite out of it, threw it back down and celebrated wide-armed. And to make matters even better, it was in front of the family stand. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he did all of this in front of children, and it was probably some angry dad yeah. who was there with his five-year-old son who went, how dare you score in front of me? Threw a pie at him. Amazing. Quality. I love Scott Brown. Then he came to Aberdeen a few years later. It didn't really work out the way we wanted, but he did get Ryan Kent sent off yeah. once. So. Is that the one where he just waved him? Yeah. yeah. Toodles. Going, Bye. Bye. See you later. Amazing. It was great. Scott Brown rules. Uh, anyway, back to Gallus. Uh, Joe's on the mic. Joe Coffey, that is. Uh, he oh, says, no. Sunday's battleground card looks absolutely stacked. And Wolfgang's like, yeah, I thought we were going to face Tony D and Sticks. Um, but uh, like, this was the bit where I thought, oh, maybe they're the rats and we might be all right. Because Joe says, oh, yeah, Tony's a bit detained right now. And I, I, if I had to put money on it, we wouldn't be seeing him for a very long time. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Mark Coffey turns his attention to the Cree brothers, saying, oh, well, they've been talking about calling us out, but we haven't heard anything. But here come the Creeds. Love the Creed brothers, by the way, genuinely. Fun meatball men, aren't oh, they? Julius, I, I, me and uh, Sid have spoken a lot about this. Sid, even possibly, if you haven't seen the video, check out our uh, draft that we did with the Dadleys. I think Sid drafted either both Creeds or certainly Julius. Julius... Yeah. I yeah. love Bruce Creed. His cannonball is amazing. He's going to break his ankles. shatter his ankles. <laughs> yeah. Mercedes Monet's... Oh, sorry, Mercedes... Where are my manners here? Mercedes... Money. Money. Can only look on in jealousy that his ankles haven't somehow broken yet. Uh, get well soon, Mercedes. Yes. And Julius is... I think he's, he's going to be a star. Yeah, he's, he's got just, it. Look at the size of him. Look at his talents in the ring. Yeah, yeah. I've always liked the Creed brothers from day one. They're similar to Braun. They've got jock energy, yeah. and I, I appreciate that in uh, my pro wrestling. A couple of head drop and psychopaths. Shout out to Ivy Nile as well. Straight out Love of the gym. Her. Yeah, she's got a similar vibe. Uh, um, Julius says, uh, it sounds like you two, you guys don't want to challenge. Um, last week we called you out. This week we're saying it to your faces. NXT Battleground, tag titles, ring, ring. Mark Coffey says, well, the problem is we're an entirely different animal. Um, Bruce says, no, the problem is you're out of surprises. You use your, you dealt your last handle. Use your, I don't know, I'm not very good at poker. Uh, <laughs> you, you Basically, you, you pulled your last trick at stand yeah, and deliver. No more, boys. Uh, and Julius, I think, says, the four of us are going to fight. Only two are going to leave with the titles. And Joe's like, yeah, but there's three of us. Um they attack. It's a three-on-two beatdown. The numbers game's catching up uh, with the Creed brothers. They set up for their finish on Julius, but who can make the save? But... Oh, my God. Sticks! Oh, I thought you were going to do the voice. Jeez. Oh, I, I'll do his voice I later. Can't I can't lugs. really do it. It's sort of like, I got you, I got you, Creed brothers. Don't worry about it. That's uh, how I imagine Brutus would speak, actually. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't. But what a, what a hero. He Sax does like a good dinner as well. An Brutus. honorary Creed yeah. brother for the night, basically. Yeah. This was this was a scripted segment performed by guys who didn't feel like they were fully invested in what they were saying. This was quite an amateurish construction, I think, uh, which is kind of a shame because I do like yeah. 
the involved players, but I know this felt really stunted. Like the the lines from Gallus, just, like Joe Coffey's quite a natural talker, but when Wolfgang and, yeah. and Mark Chan, it was a bit like, I don't believe this. But Julius is kind of a natural at this. Uh, and I've, the Brutus rules. Brutus is probably my favorite, actually, because he's just a bit weird. Yeah. Like, Didn't he say something like, oh, I love a good meal? Or yeah. Whatever it was like, we've had more matches than you've had hot meals. That's and, it. and Brutus says, well, I do like a good dinner, to be fair, <laughs> which I appreciate. But yeah, th- this was kind of a by the num yeah i don't really want to rip into it but it was kind of amateurish it'll be a, a good match it'll be uh they're gonna kick each other's asses yeah, it'll on, be fun on sunday yeah be fun uh mckenzie mitchell's backstage with uh north american champion wesley he gets asked about last week joe gacy's attack uh and the cracks in his friendship let's say with tyler beat uh he says i thought i could trust tyler you should have seen him quite blatantly looking at the belt for the last yeah, few weeks. Um, doesn't know whether Joe Gacy's in his head or what. Maybe he has become KFGG. Um Doesn't know who you can trust. <laughs> Tyler comes in where's like, save it. We don't need to be pre- pretend to be friends. A bit, calm down. No, relax. Uh, Tyler Beat says, look, I respect Wesley and everything he's done. Uh, but Joe Gacy's a different kettle of fish. Uh, tonight, he's got a different opponent to worry about. He's about to face Eddie Thorpe. Do you think a lot of these phrases that the British wrestlers use and just fly over the audience's heads in America? Like, kettle of fish? I don't know. Well, we appreciate it, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, we've had more matches than you've had hot dinners, kettle of fish. They are quite British sayings. Yeah, they are. In. They are. I think there's enough to, 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 contextually, you can probably get the gist, right? Yeah, a different yeah. kettle of fish is... The... the, the how did I ex- explain this? It's similar, but different. Yeah, slightly different matter. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of... This week's NXT. Oh! moment! Teachful <laughs> moment! Cheesy peeps, man. Hey, go, there's another one that no one will, no one will understand. Um, I, I, yeah, okay, this, this happened. <laughs> Sorry. I just don't have anything to say about it. It was fine. I'm intrigued to know your thoughts on what came next, though, because this is what happens with NXT. Like you said, there's a lot of green talent on this show yeah. and a lot of learning in front of you. And then occasionally you get something and you'll go, oh, that wouldn't look out of place on the main roster. Mm. Tyler Beat and Eddie Thorpe, yeah, both very talented. Both very have good. cut their teeth uh, a lot elsewhere. Obviously, Carl Fredericks, formerly. Um, I thought he was going to be IWGP champion by now, Carl Fredericks. Really? Yeah, obviously he's chosen a different path, which is fair play. But yeah, it's interesting to follow his his career. has been a fun one. Yeah, but I just really liked these guys working together. I, you know, Tyler Bate, I fell in love with with that UK tournament that they uh, put on many, many yeah. moons ago. Um, Tyler Bate's always going to give you a fun match. Yeah, good match. You know, Eddie, Eddie thought it was a shame for him to lose that undefeated streak, but if you're going to lose it to anyone, Tyler Bate's the right person yeah. to lose it to. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, Bate what needed it absolutely. heading into the, the premium live event. Great back and forth early on. Um, Thorpe cuts Bate off with a crossbody, but Bate cradles him for a near fall. Uh, Thorpe fires back with a knee to the back. Um, but Bate cuts uh, Thorpe off with a knee and hits a standing shooting star press for a near fall. He goes for the Tyler Drive in 97. Thorpe gets out of it. Bate hits that brilliant, I forget what it's called, the thing where he somehow comes off the top rope with his head, and by that I mean he's sent into the ropes and he just sort of 
handsprings with his head off the top rope, yeah. bounces back, hits a lariat, hits the Tyler, Tyler driver 97, one, two, three. Tyler Bate obviously gets the victory heading to uh, NXT Battleground. Post-match, Joe Gacy comes in, jumps Tyler Bate. Wesley, who's on commentary, a bit despondent, slides in to try and make the save, but Gacy ducks. Uh, Wesley hits Bate, obviously more problems between them two. Uh, Gacy takes both of them out with that great finisher of his. Say what you like about his gimmick. Uh, Joe Gacy's finish is one of my favorites in wrestling. Uh, and he stands tall with that North American championship as Ava. She hasn't got a surname. She's the Rock's daughter. Uh, looks on very happy. Corrupted. Mm. Yeah. I did. I enjoyed the kind of little argument that Vic Joseph and Booker T had in the middle of the match <laughs> where Booker T was like, Joe Gacy is such an honest man or whatever it was. That was quite funny. Uh, but yeah, solid little TV match. Uh, two very skilled guys, obviously. Tyler Bay always gives you something to chew on, uh, even if it's five minutes or ten minutes or whatever, whatever. And um, pretty effective build to the match. Yeah. Yeah, pretty decent, pretty decent. Uh, nothing that's going to blow you away or rock mm-hmm. your TV world, mm-hmm. but like most TV wrestling is kind of functional rather than explosive. And yeah. this was uh, very decent. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, right, Bird Person is in the trainer's room. Um, she's getting checked over. Uh, Mackenzie's asking about her injury. Uh, Lyra says her knee's bruised and swollen, but she doesn't feel any tear. She doesn't feel any ligament damage. I can relate to that with my severe sport career injury. ending ankle injury. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Awful. It's changing colours. Anyway, uh, no matter what, though, uh, more, more about Lyra here. Uh, she's going to be fine. She's going to rehab. She'll be ready for this weekend. Uh, and Mackenzie asks who Lyra wants to face, and she says, Roxy, she's the best. Fair match. And I was like, shut up, you. Yeah, you're telling Porky Pies. There's another one. There's another British one. Hey. Lies. Uh, yeah, so they were going with the story that she's injured heading into the final, and that will give the winner of the main event, who we've already mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, it'll give Tiffany, as a heel, something to target. Please. So fundamentally, that's just good wrestling storytelling. So, yeah. you know, I, I have constantly pitched Tiffany Stratton to be an NXT Women's Champion, and this is the closest we've ever been. Yeah. There's a danger, right? <laughs> On this weekend, because I'm away on uh, my best mate's stag do, where we're in a field. No, it's a bit like when I went on a stag do uh, in the middle of Wales, I remember. Oh and boy. that was the day when um, you had Titus World Slide. 
Oh, okay, yeah. And I came back into signal service and thought someone had died because <laughs> my phone wouldn't stop. You know, and you just like, you know, if you take it off like airplane mode, yeah, and you, and you suddenly get like six. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It was. I was like, Jeez. Jesus Christ, what's going on? And it was everyone going, oh my God, Titus O'Neill's entrance <laughs> at the uh, what was it, Greatest Royal Rumble. Wasn't That's it? right. Ugh. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, fingers crossed. We'll talk more about it later. Um, and we'd see, we saw as well after we came back from the break that um, Wesley and Tyler Bate, oh, they're at each other's throats now. They keep arguing. Mm. Um, another potential main roster match came next. It was Noam Dar versus Nate the Razor, who is just so good. Uh, Noam Dar's great as well, by the way. Um, Basically, the story here is Noam Dar really wants to torture Nathan Fraser for inter- interrupting the Supernova sessions last week, but Nathan Fraser is just too quick. Uh, he kicks Noam Dar out to the floor. Dar's there with his Heritage Cup. We go to a break. When we come back, Dar's got the advantage. He's cut off Fraser. Um, he's attacking his knee. He's working over his arm. Um, Fraser comes back, though. Springboard reverse DDT. Spinning neck breaker gets a two count. Goes for a Phoenix Splash, but Dar escapes and goes for a knee lock. Fraser gets out of that. Here here comes Dragon Lee, who is, of course, going to face Noam Dar uh, for the Heritage Cup uh, at NXT Battleground. That distracts Dar. He goes outside. He has a shoving match with Lee, who actually doesn't lay a finger on him. He just fakes to, to whoa, you're going to get some of this. That distracts Noam Dar, like I said. Fraser hits a dive, hits the Phoenix Splash. One, two, three. Good story. Yeah, fine. Again, yeah, like probably the... Best match on the show for my money. Up there, yeah. Um, good stuff across the board, but you would expect that from these two human beings uh, who are both very good at their job. What a level of insight there. Uh, these people are good, and the match was good. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a clean finish fetishist, uh, but, but this is WWE, so I can't really complain about it too much. Uh, I just like watching the former Benjamin Carter work, honestly. Uh, he's just such a refreshing, fun wrestler. He's got his like in ring game together more than most people with like five times exp- his experience. Uh, yeah, he's a gem every time. Big fan. Um, Ilya Dragon, I was getting interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell about the attack from earlier. He says, yeah. Now it's time for Dijak to feel the pain. Last week was torture, uh, but yet yeah, now Dijak's going to feel what I felt. Um, he's going to sign the, the hold harmless agreement or whatever it's called. Um, Dijak's going to understand finally he's unbeatable. Dijak <laughs> comes in, they try to brawl, but they're in the locker room and everyone holds him uh, apart. Yeah. For now, unbesiegbar. Yes. They are. They are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was the bit where they did that press tour. Um, uh, Carmelo Hayes having an absolute wicked pisser, um, going around Boston, uh, yeah, talking yeah. about going back there for the first time as NXT champion. Uh, just lovely, yeah. Humanizes like the yeah. the TV character. I like it. That's what you need to do when you're the the sympathetic person against a wrecking ball, like yeah, like Braun Breaker. It's good. He went to a Boston Celtics game. There you go. I think they won last night. Parked his car in Harvard Yard. He did. He went to Cambridge. I don't know. <laughs> That's a place in in Massachusetts. Um, he says Braun's not going to be prepared for what he's walking into. I can't wait to hear this reaction for for Mello. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where, where's the what what kind of building are they holding the Lowell Mass, isn't it? Lowell I don't know what Mass. the what the, let's have a look what the uh, what the venue is. I yeah, assume I'm curious. It's... I'm curious because sometimes they book the big one and then cut half of it off 
I like it when it's the smaller one. Personally. Sangha Center at UMass Lowell. The Sangha Center? Uh, the big man running the show. It holds uh, about 10,000, according okay. to their Wikipedia. All right, so they're probably going to go for the, like, close the upper bowl or some something giving. Maybe. Spot. Yeah, we'll see. It, can do, uh, it makes it smaller. Oh, that's for, like, hockey and uh, hockey. concerts. Yeah, you don't need as big a stage for a hockey game, but you do have an ice rink. Mm. That's not Pretty goddamn accent. chilly what? I am. We're freezing uh, yeah. my goddamn tits off. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he says, anyway, Bron um, is fast, agile, and strong, but he's not Boston strong. He's going to find that out on Sunday. There you go. He's, yeah. The match we were all looking forward to came next. Tank versus Tank. <laughs> Love these boys. By the way, Tank Ledger looks great so far. He's only had like three matches, it feels like. He's got a really good look. He's got something about him, hasn't he? Yeah, there's like, there is a weird chaotic energy to this man that I'm kind of drawn to. You know yeah. what? It's kind of similar to Trench. In AEW. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. There's some kind of weird danger about this guy that I can't really put my finger on. But when he popped on the screen, I was like, you're you're weird. Well, I'm into this. Yeah, sometimes they just pick people because they can lift heavy things, which is incredibly impressive, by the way. I don't mean to diminish that by any way. But also, when they've got that summit about him. Something strange going on there, and I appreciate that. Like the team of potentially a War Games team of. Hank Tank and the Creeds could absolutely kick ass. Hank Tank, Frank, and... Um, Wank. Wank, yeah. <laughs> Managed by Mank. <laughs> Jesus. God, I saw it. <laughs> it was a scouse accent. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tried, missed, failed. Never mind. I told you I can't do accents. Can't do voices. <laughs> can't do accents. Yeah. Liverpool's easy. There's two, is easy, there's like. two key noises, isn't there? There's the and there's the <laughs> That's all you need. There's I don't know about this accent. Yeah, there you easy. go. Easy. Easy. I can't I can't really do brummy that well. You're right, Arkido. Oh, I'm gonna wrestle at the NXT Battleground. <laughs> I'm both ways live. You come to North American Champion. I think it's black country technically. Uh, that's not too bad. I'm gonna go down the Hawthorns and watch <laughs> Birmingham City. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I cannot do that. Leeds, Yorkshire. What's that? Eh, eh, bagum. Yorkshire, Yorkshire. That's all I can hear growing up. Oh, we playing Chef Wednesday and Chef United. Those are the days. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how the mighty have fallen. Hank versus Tank, that was it. Local yeah. rivalry, sort of, technically. Yeah. That's that counts. <laughs> um, yeah, they are mirror images of each other in this match, basically. Shoulder blocks. Uh, Ledger hits Walker with uh, uh, elbows in the corner, so that's just for those count, keeping count. Tank hitting Hank. Um, Hank comes back on Tank with some strikes. Tank hits a power slam and a headbutt, gets a near fall. Uh, Hank comes back with a slam. They both collide with a double crossbody. Um, but uh, just I think Hank him. pinned Tank. I've already <laughs> yeah. forgotten where I am. Hank literally just like, they did the thing and he was like, okay, I was going to pin you. This was kind of like all the compliments, obviously, towards Tank that we've just made. This was pretty rubbish. <laughs> like, I liked it. I like it. Just two big lads bouncing off each other doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I like the concept's quite cute. Yeah. Like mirror images, I best friends. And I'm glad it wasn't like, ooh, yeah. you've got one over on me. It was just like, well, that's what happened. And I like them kind of coming to the ring together because it's like they're friends. Yeah. They're not, they're not pretending it's some nonsense. They're just friends having a match. Uh, but I thought, yeah, I, th- I thought the match was kind of rubbish. Uh, but it didn't really. Need, I mean, it didn't need to be good. I guess like uh, they t- they told what they wanted to tell, and 
the finish was weird, but okay. I liked sure. it. I liked it a bit more. So I'd say Hank versus Tank is going in my spank bank. Uh, <laughs> Ron Breaker hits the ring afterwards and nails them both with spears, then yells that he's going to see Mello on Sunday. Yeah. So that was. Sorry, boys. <laughs> immediately forgotten what we just watched. Uh, the Creeds are back, backstage. Um, and uh, in comes Stax, Brutus, dumb jock energy all over the place. Here. Yeah, it says, oh, I see Tony D finally got caught sleeping with fish. <laughs> and, like, the famous freeze. Stax <laughs> looks at him, but the best was Julius. He was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, so Stax says, <clears throat> I've been practicing this. Sleeping with fish? You're doing it wrong. No, he didn't. Sorry, I can't do it. Julius apologizes and says, look, Stax, we appreciate you coming out for the save. And he says, Joe Carvey didn't just screw you guys over at Stand and Deliver. And here's the thing. You're going to be just as outnumbered and low as you were tonight. And with the Don being detained, maybe we can work out some kind of agreement for me to have you back. You're an idiot. They look at each other. They look at each other, but obviously they've had their fingers burned with... Damon Kemp, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they say, thanks, but no thanks. We've been burned in the past by others. And Stack says, understood. <laughs> no offense taken. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my cave now. Uh, and Julius <laughs> tells Stax uh, that him and Tony are going to get the first shots once they win the titles. So now I am desperate for the Creeds to win the titles on Sunday. Yeah, the Creeds are going to win. And then the Mafia guys are going to get the shot. And then... Mafia Guy B is going to be revealed as the rat for Mafia no, Guy A. No. And then Mafia Guy C, who was killed off last year, is going to come back as a zombie Mafia Guy, and it is on. There you go, NXT. Wrote your stories. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? We could just get some of Alba Fire and Isla Dawn's like, magic spells to bring him back. It's easy. It's yeah, easy. Yeah, just touch the referee on the leg and they throw up goo. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, baby. You tickle a, a, a calf muscle in a certain place, you throw up goo. I'll do it to you right now. Look. <laughs> Just happens. Um, what? What? what, 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 what oh, yeah! Teach for Teach for Teach for Sick man, The thing is, I love the weird, wacky world of NXT. It, the problem is when they suddenly go from that, which I'm fully on board with, sure. be as stupid <laughs> sure. as you like, to shoot real life serious stuff. Gigi Dolene comes out. Oh boy, this was, yeah. She talks about being from a broken home that she grew up in with her brother and learning about addiction from their parents the hard way. Yeah. They didn't know what a stable family was. She thought she found one here, but JC Jane had ruined that. And uh, she's going to end JC when she purges everything she ever felt for JC. JC's up in the audience. Uh, she says, enough of the emo talk. Uh, we used to sit up here in our toxic lounge and look down on everyone. That was the run of your career, Gigi. Um, why did you throw it all away? Uh, JC said, I've been, I was tired of carrying you. Um, everyone knew I was destined for bigger and better things on my own. Um, Gigi says, I've been the center of your attention since you split up. Uh, JC wants to do everything she uh, everything everything possible to make sure she's not known as the third wheel. JC says, last time we met in the ring, I won in front of your brother. GZ says, uh, well, you were the one who ended up with stitches. We're still 1-1. Let's have a bare knuckle fight. 
Uh, and JC says, are oh, you just pandering to this loyal troll fan base that just eat up your tragic, depressing, pathetic Instagram stories? I can't wait to be done with you once and for all. Let's settle it next week in a steel cage. Jesus is like, I don't pander. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm as real as it gets. Unlike you, you fake ass bitch. <laughs> Uh, and she says, oh, about steel cage, how about a weaponized steel cage match? And JC says, you're on. We'll obviously preview this next week. But, yeah, yeah, it, it's a difficult, it's a hard switching of gears, in it the is, words of Michael it? Cole, this, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very big tonal shift to go from, hey, you sleep with fish, to this kind of content uh, and all that. Uh, I think it's really difficult when you're using, bringing past real traumas into wrestling from your life and your backstory and, and things. And like, like I'm for it a hundred percent because like, you remember the, um, the cruiserweight classic when like rich swan was cutting the promos about like his homelessness yeah. and, and, and other fi- like things that had befallen him in his life. And like, Stuff like that just really builds up like a strong, believable baby face. Like Darby Allen's another one. Yeah, it's not one the I car think accident and all that. Like the way you dive into these things. Like, but like I felt that they kind of hung Gigi Dolan out to dry a little bit here because she had no time to like explore this stuff. It was like you've got a minute before you're interrupted. Just get the key points out. Like it just kind of felt like the situation she was put in forced her to like immediately cut to the middle of this emotional story, which clearly means a lot to her and is clearly quite fundamental yeah. to this new character of hers. So I felt like... And on a show with full of fake gimmicks. Yeah, exactly. Like, this this was weirdly placed, and I think she needed more time to cook um, because, like, like, tell stories like this, absolutely, because it makes me believe in you. Like, it makes me want to root for yeah. you. Um, and then JC Jane kind of comes out and does, like, a dollar store Britt Baker act... And it, I, I don't really know how to pick this apart, because um, someone's getting hurt next week. Yeah, like it's obviously a very personal rivalry and all that stuff. And cage match, I guess, theoretically might be quite fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the construction of this was just not what it needed to be. Mm. And I wish that Gigi had a little bit more time to cook with her promo early on. Um, yeah. Uh, weird, mm. weird times. So from that to a new character, this is your thing. <laughs> the guy that Von Wagner has been thrown against walls and choking out for making horrible comments, again, about a real-life thing that happened to him as a child, yeah, is revealed yeah. to be, I don't know why, but I feel weirdly drawn to this guy, Andy Murray. <laughs> Luca. Crucifino. <laughs> He's a lawyer. He's a wrestling lawyer. I wonder who he'll be teaming up with in a couple I of weeks. I already love this. Yeah. I wonder who he's busting out of jail yes. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, he said he's going to make Von regret that they didn't settle their matter in court. Yeah. Uh, he tried to settle it peace- peacefully. Now they're going to have to settle it in the ring. He's yeah. cutting it outside the uh, Orange County Courthouse. And uh, he hands someone his card before the little vignette ends. What's it? Crucifino. Mm-hmm. Cruci- Luca Crucifino. Crucifisto. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, we get a preview uh, setting up or reminding us, I should say, of all the Heritage Cup rules and the lineage and the history. And no, I'm Darvis, Dragon League at Battleground. Uh, and then NXT Anonymous, ooh, has caught a video of Noam Dar begging Oru Mensa to be in his corner. Mensa's like, nah, bollocks to you, mate. Yeah, get and, lost. Uh, yeah, uh, Noam Dar gets laughed at by Lash Legend and uh, I think it was Jakara Jackson with her. Yeah, they, the 
buried the poor guy, didn't they? He kind of deserved Bested. it for being a little being a little weasel man, Gnome Dar. But what followed was uh, Luca Crucifino's debut match <laughs> against a favorite of ours here, of course, Von Wagner. A lot of heart. A couple 12-ounce curls. I'm reliably informed by the internet that Luca Crucifino came out to the theme from the People's Court, which instantly... Okay, that's funny. That's awesome. That's quite funny. Um, But (laughs) Wagner's not messing about. He immediately attacks him, hits him with a big boot, but Luca avoids a charge in the corner, stomps away at him, gets a two-count off a hip-toss neck breaker, sends Von Wagner to the outside, and uses the opportunity to confront Mr. Stone, Robert Stone, um, and (laughs) accost him... To pull out the picture of a post-surgery child version of Von Wagner. And he starts laughing about the freak. And they're doing the whole monster rises up behind someone as they're doing that. That's exactly what with, Von with does Von Wagner, yeah. in his own inimitable style. Yeah. <laughs> Nails Luca with a lariat, rolls him in the ring, just won't stop kicking his ass. Luca tries to get yeah. away by uh, climbing through the ropes, but he just gets tangled in them. Referee starts counting. Von Wagner is just too... He's, he's Kicking not, he's too not, much ass. He's not using his head, he's using his heart. And uh, <laughs> he, he beats him up so much, he gets called for the DQ. So he snaps, attacks him after the uh, after the bell, throws him into the barricade, sets up to powerbomb him through the table. Mr. Stone's like, like Ron, come on, this isn't you. Don't Ron. Do <laughs> Ron Wagner. <laughs> Von, this isn't you, don't do it. Uh, and he stops, walks away, and then goes, no, bollocks that, actually. He had a go at me. He's a prick, yeah. Picks him up, power bombs him onto the table, which doesn't break. It just sort of crunches a little bit, which I always think looks way better. Yeah. Like, it looks look like tougher. Just, and yeah. Luke, the crowd were chanting for one more, and I was like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it, because Luca was hanging off it so well. It's just like a... Just a body. Just oh, God. <laughs> Hell of a... sucked ass. Um... I'm into this Von Wagner story. It's a weird sort of baby face <laughs> shift for him. He's still not winning matches. No. But he's kicking ass and he's he's catching capturing our hearts. It's a hell of a first Watch. match on Tuesday night for Luca Christofi- Cru- Crucifino. Yes. Uh, isn't it? Hey, how do you like a taste of the good life, you sacker? <laughs> uh, he's done a bunch of NXT level up stuff, hasn't he? Like I was looking at his, yeah. uh, his, his stuff before this. Uh, Oh God! This, yeah, I mean, it's not—it's not for me. What, what more? Should, what more do I need to say? A guy. It is very much. Yeah, you have to be a regular on NXT's podcast. Yeah, but we're back in the new bit, new generation era with another occupational gimmick. Except this occupational gimmick is a lawyer, which is a far more lucrative line of work than yeah. being a developmental wrestler. Uh, maybe it wasn't for IRS because he was mainstream, baby, back <laughs> in the day, the tax man. But. Um, yeah, I mean, and the guy wrestles in, like, a suit with his sleeves oh, cut off. It's the gear is unbelievable. I can't it's, wait to hear what Hample has to say about this gear. And then he pulls a photograph out of his Robert Stone's jacket, and he's like, look at this freak. I will say, right, Von Wagner, I know he's kind of like this bumbling kind of oaf guy. and like fallen in love with him. His literal promos are very funny, and he's like, it's kind of like, a, he's kind of rubbish, but he's kind of fun. He's actually pretty good in the ring. Like, yeah. He's actually pretty decent in his role. Like He passes the airport test. Oh, uh, look at the size of that lad. Yeah, like, he, he, uh, 
he actually I'm I more fearsome aura from him than from Dabaketo, who's like six yeah. six inches tall than him and playing Seven a monster heel. Yeah, they go seven, seventy-one feet tall. <laughs> uh so like I think Von Wagner's yeah, he's pretty good in this role. He's obviously uh, free agent as well. Free agent moves yeah. between the shows. He's already yeah. been on SmackDown as security, security guard, think, yeah. yeah. Go back to that job if this one doesn't work out. <laughs> Solid. Uh yeah. Like obviously the material is uh Ex- the exact opposite of what I like in pro wrestling, but Von Wagner is a pretty decent... Uh, yes. He's pretty good in his role. There you go. Uh, Tony D still in the interrogation room. Uh, <laughs> the uh, officers come in. He says, Oh, boys! We got everything cleared up. Uh, I got to take my mother to the grocery store. Am I good to go? And they go, No, put your arms behind your back. We're arresting you. It's like, Are you serious right now? Oh, come on, man! This is ridiculous. You know who I am. I know my rights. You're making a big mistake. And he's led away. Oh, oh. I got me on the hook for next week. <laughs> yeah, he's going to spend another week in this room that happened on TV, interrogated for crimes that were committed on a national television channel. No evidence. No, ev- no evidence. No evidence. Look at my look at the laptop. It's too blurry. Can't wait for this next week. Yeah, I, I want him to be released on. What's the phrase? Yeah, released on blind. I, I'm not reviewing oh. this show next week, man. <laughs> well, you say that now, but it's I've got a feeling. Rubbish. It's so rubbish. I've got a feeling that someone might come in in just a second who could uh, potentially convince you. Yeah, yeah, I Stacks. Hey, Andy, great to see you again, buddy. How you doing? Oh. <laughs> I love this guy's Moxie. We got such a good rapport, me and him. <laughs> Andy, what's the deal with fish? What? And one of the creep brothers <laughs> said uh, something about fish. I'm like, what's the deal with that, huh? <laughs> what are fish, huh? You like fish? <laughs> All right. I... What's your favorite goddamn fish? Uh, flounder. Okay. Little Mermaid. Three, uh, well, before I get to the Bobby question, Fish. Bobby Fish, of course. And I mean, folks. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's, where's the lie? <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of fish, Andy, I uh, <laughs> once made the Don a suit made out entirely of salmon, huh? Uh-huh. Let me tell you, he looked very sophisticated. Ah! Sophisticated! Three questions, three jokes, three joke, three jokes for you. Okay, well that was one of them. Nope. Oh, that was the setup. <laughs> Andy, what do you call a really stupid fish? Dumb fish. Close. A dumb bass. A dumb bass. Huh? Life is pain. <laughs> Question joke number two, Andy. What do you call a fish? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Starks, I'm laughing because I, I can see your notes. Uh, don't you f-ing look at my notes, you prick! <laughs> uh, sorry, he's gonna gut you like a fish, <laughs> eh? Is that right, Starks? This guy, I love him. Oh. And you, Andy, we're gonna go far. Yep. No. You're no, going to go far away. Yeah, there's no one else doing the nose this week with you. If you need someone that, to step up. I would rather die. Okay, question number <laughs> joke number two. Andy, what do you call a fish that eats ass? Huh? What do you call a fish that eats ass? 
fish guy. I don't know. What do you call a fish that eats ass? A bottom feeder. A bottom feeder! Huh? Get in the bin. Final joke question. Joke for you. Annie, did you, uh... <laughs> you hear about the uh, fisherman who you... <laughs> who uses his own spoim to catch fish? You know what he calls it? No. He calls it his f***ing masturbate. Masturbate because he's jacking it. Ah! The way I goddamn tell him. See you later, guys. <laughs> Bye, Stacks. Never. I'm not. He's taking a real shine to you, I'm hasn't he? I'm filing a restraining order against this guy, man. He's no good. I don't think laws really apply to him. <laughs> to, to fictional constructs. <laughs> I'll get Roger Rabbit on it, man. He'll yes. Uh, right. Second <laughs> semi-final. Roxanne Perez versus Pivenestan. Thought these two looked great together in here. Um, Adam Nicholas saw a clip of this. Really put over Tiffany Stratton as well. Obviously, like, it's, I'm saying that. It sounds like I'm having to go at Roxanne Perez. No, Roxanne Perez was ready to go up to the main roster when she arrived in her next Tiffany team. Stratton carried Roxanne Perez. Yeah. Adam Wilborn said that. I love me some Tiffany Stratton, though, and I think her finish is, again, right up there. Um Back and forth between the two, Stratton gains control. She's got the size advantage, of course. Uh, has most people love against Roxanne Perez, but never stops her. She's, she's got heart. Great. Yeah. Um, clips Perez off the top rope, sends her to the floor. Perez comes back with cross bodies, uh, goes off the top rope, but Stratton catches her and drops her, goes for the uh, prettiest moonsault ever. Um, but Perez dodges it. Stratton, never mind, comes back. Rolls through, rolls, rolls through, comes back, hits her with a sky high for a near fall. Um, Perez makes a comeback, though. Springboard Hurricane Rana off the top rope for a two count. Uh, Stratton blocks a side Russian leg sweep. They trade near falls. Uh, Perez manages to finally hit that side Russian leg sweep. Goes for Pop Rocks, but Stratton brilliantly counters it. Sends Perez into the ropes. Hits the prettiest moonsault ever. One, two, three. Job she is in done. the final of the NXT Women's Championship Tournament. Taking on Bird Person. Um, and they square off and joy jack a little bit afterwards before uh, uh, Perez is attacked by the mystery lady who was definitely um, going to be someone who's been transferred to the main roster now. So yeah. I'm trying to think about who it could be. But yeah, someone in a hoodie attacks uh, the unfortunate loser of this semi final, Roxanne Perez. It's not Indy Hartwell because she's on the main roster now. But uh, what did you think of this match? Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, I thought actually, like, I mean, Tiffany's going to win the title now because they, they've established this story, haven't they? With with uh, Valkyria, Bird Bird Lady, mm -hmm. Michael Keaton, all <laughs> of that. Uh, so you'd imagine that she will go and take advantage of the wounded situation as a heel. It's interesting. I actually thought she was going to win it in the the ladder match the other month. Yeah. Uh, where she took like twenty ridiculous bumps and no one caught her coming out of that. I was like, she's dead. She's not wrestling again. She's dead. Yeah. But no, she got straight back into it. Like she's made of Lazarus stuff. It seems. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, she's the. I don't, is this a fair comment? I think she might be the most natural rookie that NXT 2.5, as I call yeah. it, now, has developed. Like in terms of like a, a, a from nothing to something creation yeah. she's probably the standout one because comes from like bodybuilding background mm -hmm. and other other bits and pieces and stuff and and they give her they give her like a home run character that is always going to get over like the entitled idiot like mm -hmm. it's, it always works the daddy's money oh. all of that stuff uh 
and she's just grown and grown between the ropes as well. Obviously, a lot, I think a lot of the NXT women's division in particular, I'm not sure if it's down to the way they're trained or what they practice or whatever, but they train people to do spectacular stuff first. Sometimes it seems like Sol Ruka. Yeah, um, Sol Snatcher, yeah. Hope she's, hope she's recovering okay. Uh, Bird Woman to an extent. But there are some other examples as well of people who you see the clips doing the rounds on social media that often go viral after NXT. And it's like, there's somehow 70 flips. And then there's like another 70 flips and there's not much in between. And sometimes the fundamentals are like really lacking, not to bore nerd you down, but yeah, like- Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from then. Yeah, sometimes the space between moves feels really empty and it's like they're kind of feeding each other into these spots. When they like, get lost, it's really obvious. Yeah, exactly. And there's like- clear things where it feels more like a choreography rather and of course all wrestling is choreographed really but you have to the job of a wrestler obviously is to 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 make you believe it's not um but with tiffany that goes further and further away every single week like this was just a good match yeah uh obviously like i expect it from roxanne who i think even at like when she was on the indies and in ring of honor and stuff absurdly good for her experience levels the eureka moment for me with her was the match she had with Donna Perazzo in Impact just before she went to WWE. And Deonna's obviously great, but like Roxanne was matching her, like hold for hold, move for move. And you expect, so you expect Roxanne, even though she's very young herself, to elevate people and to like help them look good in the ring. But I don't think Tiffany really needs the help anymore. No. She's really good. She's got presence, like a star captivating as soon as she's on the screen and start going, Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> I can't really do the voice, but... She's an attention-grabbing presence. She has the X factor, the kind of thing that cannot be taught in schools and drills and stuff. You can't develop what she has. Yeah. She can be a huge star, 100%. Even if she only improves to, like, a two-and-three-quarter three-star wrestler, like a decent enough worker or whatever, she's going to be a huge star yeah. because everything else is so on point. So, yeah, this will be step three or whatever in uh, whatever process it takes to have her. I think she's going to main event WrestleMania someday, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. I really think she has that potential. And uh, obviously, not the finished article yet. I mean, even in this match, there were a couple of moments where it was like the t connective tissue was a little bit off. A couple yeah. of, you know, hold transitions or whatever. But that's okay. I can forgive that when the other pieces are so strong. Mm. This was really good. Like, And she's going to win the tournament. Yeah. 100%, baby. So... I'm looking at the clock going, that's a weird early finish for this match. Oh. And then, of course, I remembered, yeah, the whole harmless agreement. So Dijak comes out. He's immediately jumped by Ilya Dragunov, and they brawl. Uh, Dijak sends him into the barricade. He grabs the contract off the desk and signs it. Um, and Dijak comes back in. Uh, uh, sorry, Dragunov fights back, sorry. Um, he uh, signs the contract as well. Dijak comes after him with the stairs, gets tripped, Falls headfirst onto the stairs. Great spot um, where you get Ilya Dragunov uh, leaping off the steps whilst Dijak's down on the floor, hits him with that diving forearm, and then stands on the steps and sort of makes this noise. <laughs> he was very pleased with himself hitting that. I thought it looked great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But everyone's out there trying to separate them, try and keep them apart. Calm down, they were saying. Uh, and there's this great stare down um, as they are pulled apart. Again, I thought weird ending for the show, and then they ended it with this brilliant promotional video setting up um, the main event of uh, NXT Battleground. You're grounded! 
Battleground. <laughs> Mello Hayes versus Bron Breaker, talking about all the history of WWE in Boston. I thought this was a wicked pisser to end the show. <laughs> yeah, it certainly was. Uh, yeah, they did good work with these two across the show. Dijak and Dragunov is a weird one because the match is so obviously going to kick ass and the angles this week were decent. There's just like... Both of their characters just have like a little bit of cringe on them that I could do without. Like I've always thought that about Dragonov, to be fair. Even when he was in WXW and coming back and defroning Walter and having like a legit what I thought was a five star match. Uh, I think it was on a carrot weekend. Six, uh, whatever number the carrot is, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gold is the is the point. Uh, even back then, I thought this guy's quite extra. Um, it's very intense. Very over the top intense. Um, Dijak kind of has that element to his character now. Where it's Far better in NXT than he was on the main roster. I will take this over Retribution any single day of the bloody week. Um, so it's one of those things where, like, if go and get rid of the window dressing, the core of it is really good, and the match will be really good. And, yeah. Uh, yeah the, I mean, look, the world knows I'm not a video package guy, but these were good video packages mm. for Braun and Mello, so, hey. Looking forward to the premium live event this weekend, and there's some other stuff probably going on as well. Uh, but let us know your thoughts on NXT on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Why should they can follow both of us? You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for, hey, I got brew it. You can follow me <laughs> on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts because the Dadly Boys, live from Las Vegas, it probably won't be live, but they'll be from Las Vegas, are going to be previewing AW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Uh, but for now, this has been the NXT Review. My thanks to Andy Murray, to Stacks. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 